0: Revelation 17, Isaiah um, 47, and Jeremiah 51, and um, we'll, we'll probably bounce around a little bit there, okay, as, uh, as we continue. Now last week what I began talking to you about is uh, about America, well, two weeks ago, about America, where America is in Bible prophecy. And by the way, welcome to those of you who are joining us by live stream uh, this evening. We're glad that, that you are with us. And we began talking about um, America. Where is America in, in the picture? Uh, and, y- y- you know, some say America is not the picture at all. Um, I, I think it is. And by the way, I came to that um, a few years ago. Prior to that, I would have said, no, I don't think you can find it at all. Uh, Having said that, even if you find American prophecy, it's not very good. But the fact is, it's not very good for anybody in the last days. Hello? So it's not like, well, gosh, America and everybody else is, it's not going to be good for anybody in the last days. And uh, I told you that many people believe that America might be what the Bible refers to as the last par- part of the last kind of uh, world empire. It doesn't mean America would be the empire, but a, a, it would relate. There will be a, a, a number of kings. Those kings will report. That's what the Bible would call them. would call them leader, national leaders or whatever, but they will report to the Antichrist. He would be a global leader. Uh, Events will transpire that we've already talked about that will usher in uh, a man who will be at first referred to as a man of peace. Uh, He'll make peace with Israel and uh, he'll let them rebuild their temple. Uh, The first three and a half years of the tribulation, everything will look like this man's the greatest thing that's ever happened to the globe and uh, and then suddenly his true identity will reveal itself he'll demand worship Uh, but this empire that will have set up will be composed of a confederacy of nations and rulers who all kind of uh, uh, report to him well i believe it is conceivable that uh, it it is talked about, about mystery babylon we sometimes say or the daughter of babylon And I believe that this could be a reflection of either America or, more specifically, New York City. And so we're looking at clues that uh, the Bible gives us as to how to identify a mystery Babylon. Now, why why would America be referred to Mystery Babylon or New York City Mystery Babylon? Because at the time of the prophetic writings, America didn't exist. And there's some reasons that uh, in my view and in the view of a number of others, a growing number of prophecy teachers and scholars uh, who are coming to the conclusion that, that this in fact may be America and New York City more specifically might be the expression of Mystery Babylon. I think you'll see as we continue on these clues. Um, and, and so for that reason, we ought to understand it, all right? Because mystery Babylon is a major player in the last days um, and so who knows? Maybe that's who we are. So we talked about a couple of clues. The first one that I gave you last week was the daughter of Babylon is not the same as ancient Babylon, but the daughter would be a reflection of uh, the old. The second clue I gave you was Jeremiah 15, 23 refers to this, eschatological Babylon as the hammer of the world, the policeman of the world. And certainly um, uh, that would fit the description of America. So tonight let me give you clue number three. And uh, we got two or three places I want us to look. Clue number three about uh, Mystery Babylon. Okay, what is that clue? It is Mystery Babylon is an empire of great wealth. Alright, we've got several passages we're going to look at. Let me just give you one. Jeremiah 53, I mean 51, um, thir- uh, 13. Yeah, that's what I want. So if you've got your Bibles open to Jeremiah 51, let's look at verse 13. Now, uh, uh, um, Most uh, uh, prophecy scholars agree that this Babylon that's being talked about in 51, that's why we're referring to it. Let me just say this so I don't have to keep referring to it, but this is talking about not the ancient Babylon, but the last days uh, Babylonian uh, rise. And uh, again, there are some who believe that it will be be the old Babylon resurrected uh, where it is in the Middle East. But I think that the, there are too many reasons that it can't be that. But I'm not going to focus on those. I'm going to focus on why it uh, could, in fact, be uh, America. Uh, Jeremiah 51 and 13 tells us that it is an empire of great wealth. Look at verse 13, if you will. O oh, you who dwell by many waters, rich in treasures, your end has come. The thread of your life is cut. That's a passage that tells us that mystery Babylon, uh, this, this new Babylon, will be a place of great wealth. We'll look at some more of that here in just a bit. Now look at chapter 50. You're going to do a lot of uh, twisting on your, uh, of your pages here, but look at uh, chapter 50 and verse 12. Um, remember we called, uh, the Bible refers to her as the daughter of Babylon, your mother, verse 12, your mother shall utterly uh, uh, be utterly shamed and she who bore you shall be disgraced. Behold, she shall be the last of the nations, a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert uh, because of the wrath of the Lord that is coming on her. Look at verse 37 of the same chapter. Chapter 50. Uh, A sword against her horses and against her chariots and against all the foreign troops in her midst. Uh, and they may uh, and they may become women. Um, look at, uh, go over to Revelation 17 now. I told you to hold that. Hold 51. We'll come back to that too. Go, but go to Revelation 17. I'm just reading these. You'll have to go back for a little deeper uh, context on them because I've got so many. I'm just going to kind of read them. But look at uh, Revelation uh, uh, 17, verse 4. Let's start there. It says, The woman... Um, was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and pearls. Do you get that? Uh, that's the description of her, her great wealth, this mystery Babylon. It goes on to talk about um, her. Um, she was holding a, in her hand a golden cup full of the abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. Uh, that's just, uh, by the way, another reason why we don't believe it is the physical Babylon there this is representative of this this last Babylon okay Um, then if you will um, look at verse uh, what is that four look at verse nine This calls for mind with wisdom, the seven heads or the seven mountains on which the woman uh, is uh, seated. Look at verse 16, and then the ten horns that you saw, they and the beast will hate the prostitute. They will make her desolate and naked and devour her flesh and burn her up with fire. Her future is not very bright. (laughs) And then look at verse 18, and the woman that you saw is the great city that has dominion over the kings of the earth. So uh, um, it will be either a nation or a city uh, of great wealth. Now, just a few facts about America. America is an astounding 21.4% of the world's GMP. 21, and why is that astounding? Because we only have 4.6% of the world's population. But where 21.4 percent of the world's gross national product comes uh, comes is America, financially, with only 4.6 percent of the world's population. Um, and, and by the way, you, you notice something that we read this. This doesn't, another reason this couldn't refer to ancient Babylon is because the nation that is described or the city, whichever that may be, or if it's a combination of both, it says sits on many waters. Ancient Babylon doesn't sit on many waters, New York does. Uh, and I'll talk more about that later. Um, in America, by the way, the Great Lakes uh, alone contain. of the world's fresh water, just the Great Lakes. 22 of our states have ports or harbors through which flow the world's goods for American consumption. 22 of our states, did you know that? They have ports or harbors through which the world's goods flow to America. Uh, There are more than 400 coastal and inland ports in the United States. Uh, So, before I go further with clues, let me ask you some questions. Number one, what nation is the wealthiest nation on earth today? No, what nation? It's us, it's America, right? Uh, By the way, I read an article this morning in the Wall Street Journal that said, China is the only nation that made gains in the year 2020 financially, and they're creeping up on America. I don't want to get into a bunch of stuff, but isn't that weird? And it said because of the way they were able to minimize the effects of COVID. Yeah, I'm not saying this is true, but if you know how to get it out, you might have had some way to reduce its impact. I'll let you fool with that, okay? Number, question number two, what nation is the most powerful nation on the earth today? US. The U.S. We're still the most powerful nation uh, on the globe. Number three, what nation is the most influential nation on the earth today? Yeah, America is still the most influential nation. Which nation imports the greatest variety of goods and has made other nations and merchants wealthy on the earth today? It's us. And which nation and its leaders have proclaimed itself the greatest of all nations on the earth today? <laughs> it's us. And America historically is the greatest empire in, in the, what we typically use as the measuring sticks of any empire in history. Uh, financially, uh, economically, militarily, uh, socially, We've been, there's nobody comparable to us in that, in that sense. Now, so, um, well, let's look at Revelation 18. Let's look at something. Revelation 18, uh, verses 15 and following. Are y'all, y'all there? Look at this. It says, now, look at this. All right, What well, we've just, the merchants of these wares who, this talking about Mystery Babylon. Remember we said that America's made the world, uh, many of the uh, nations rich, uh, the merchants of these wares who gained wealth from her will stand far off fear, in fear of her torment, weeping and mourning aloud. Look at this, alas, alas, for the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet, adorned with gold, with jewels and with pearls, for in a single hour this wealth has been laid to waste. And look at this, all the shipmasters and seafaring men, sailors, and all the, uh, whose trade is on the sea stood far off and cried as they saw the smoke of her burning. What city was like the great city? And they threw dust on their heads and they wept and mourned, crying out, Alas, alas for the great city where all who had ships at sea grew rich by her wealth. For in a single hour she's been laid waste. That's ominous, isn't it? Now, um, let me say again that uh, Mystery Babylon could be some other nation. It could be somebody other than America or New York City, okay? So let me just say that. I certainly understand that. It could be a group of nations, a, a conglomerate of nations Um, something similar to the EU, which seems to be changing all the time. Um, But in any case, the future, if this isn't America, then America's already toast. Um, And then you would go back to the ideas that America, we don't see America in Bible prophecy or very little, if at all. So it could be, in other words, this could represent America, it could represent um an American city like New York or some combination of the two, or it could be something like the European Union. But as of now, in my view and my study and that of others, I really, there are a lot of folks who've come to this conclusion. In my view, America and and New York City uh, fits the clues the best. Um, And by the way, have you ever noticed that every time there's a a substantial terrorist attack in the last uh, 30 years, guess where it's happened? New York City. Um, And so why? Because of what it represents to the rest of the world. Now, by the way, it is a deep water port. And it's one place where Com- it, it tends to control the commerce of the entire world. Did you know that? New York City does. That's one of the reasons it's seen as kind of the, the symbol of America. Americans, some say greed, American wealth, whatever you want to say. Um, and it is, by the way, truly, I'll talk about this in a minute, but uh, it's truly a, na- a, a city of immigrants. The Bible says it will be a place uh, where uh, people from all the nations um, are intermingled. How many of you have ever been in New York City? <laughs> is that true? And yeah, it's true. I mean, it's it is a global, truly a global city in terms of the e- ethnicity of the various nations of people that are there. Yeah. Uh, absolutely incredible. So, all right. So let's move to clue number four. Clue number four is this: that Mystery Babylon is a nation of, as I just said, immigrants. All right? Clue number four. And look at uh, Revelation. Let's look at Revelation 17 and um, uh, verse 15. 17 15. Let's go over here. It says, And the angel said to me, uh, The waters that you saw where where the prostitute is seated are peoples and multitudes and nations and languages. Do you get that? So this is another clue uh, about uh, who Mr. Babylon might be. Um, Since America's founding, and by the way, where have historically, where did the first immigrants come into America at? Ellis Island, right? I mean, that's what it's, it's known for. Uh, the Bible says this mystery Babylon will be a place, uh, a home to immigrants from all languages and all nations and all people. I've been there several times before, and it's just so true. I mean, and, and by the way, a lot of New York City is broken up by the ethnic groups, you know. Uh, there's the Italian Americans. They have a section there. I'm not saying they don't live anywhere else, but there's a section of Italian Americans. There's Chinatown. You ever been to Chinatown? There's the Chinatown. Uh, there is, a, uh, for years, and I guess it still exists, a, a German segment of New York, which is predominantly Germans and that sort of thing. It is, a, it is truly a city full of, of immigrants and um, since America's founding, by the way, it has, it has welcomed well over 50 million legal immigrants. I notice I said legal because there have been plenty more illegals. Uh, not more than 50 million, but plenty more to add to that number of immigrants. Uh, America still admits over 700,000 immigrants a year. America is a nation of more than 42 million immigrants, over 13% of our population um, and, uh, and, and growing. Uh, y'all know what, uh, on your money, it says E Pluribus Unum. Y'all know what that means? Out of many one. Doesn't that fit what the scripture says in that day that it'll be a place where all of these groups come together? Um, so Mystery Babylon is a nation of immigrants by the way if you want another reference jeremiah 50 and verse 37 we won't look at that but you can you can track that down okay let's go to uh clue number five and let's look at uh revelation eighteen four. just a chapter over this is the description. Both of these chapters, by the way, 17, 18, Revelation. I think you've already put it together, talking about mystery Babylon. Uh, then I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out, uh, come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues." What is the clue here? Um, mystery Babylon is, as I said, the center of. Uh, of world commerce. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm on the wrong clue here. We just talked about that. Uh, that was the fifth clue, right? One, two, no, that was fourth clue. Okay. A nation of immigrants. Uh, it is a nation, oh, here, here's what I'm trying to get to. It is a, a, a nation of many Christians or a city of, of many Christians. And that's what verse four uh, reminds us of. Come out of her, my people. Separate yourself lest you be uh, called up in her sin. And by the way, that's consistent with what the Bible tells us how to live anyway, isn't it? It says come out from among them and be separate. In other words, separate in your lifestyle. But this is, uh, I believe, a call to separate yourself physically so that you're not corrupted by the corruption of the city. Now, I, you know, I, I want to be real careful here, but is it not amazing how many people are leaving uh, some of these places like New York City? Is that not it, 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 Now, I'm not saying everybody that leaves is a Christian. But uh, my guess is there are a whole bunch of believers saying, I can't take this anymore. And they're getting out. Well, in this final days, they will, God says, come out. I'm telling you, come out, get, up, get away from this stuff. And that may be, in my view, in part because this place is about to burn. And we'll come to that in in just a moment. So it will be a nation of not only many immigrants, but many Christians. All right? Say what they will, but history still testifies to America being a Judeo-Christian, at least in its origins. And so uh, I think that could refer to um, the believers very specifically. Okay, number six, clue number six. Let me stay on on track here. Clue number six. Uh, Let's look at Revelation again, chapter 18. Um, Look at verse 3, and then we're going to follow that with verses 11 through 13. Look at verse 3, above number 4. All right, Here's the clue. Mystery Babylon is the center of world commerce. Now, we talked about some of that in the questions I asked, but let's get a little more specific, okay? Look at number 3, verse 3. For all the nations have drunk... The wine of the passion of her sexual immorality. And and the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her. This is figuratively speaking. It is the image of idolatry. By the way, the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, uh, would often use, God would uh, call idolatry sexual immorality. And why would that be? Because idolatry is simply uh, is like committing adultery to God. Does that make sense? Uh, because instead of him being the love of their life, something else becomes the love of a person's life. So the Bible frequently uses that kind of terminology. And here it says, And the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her. And look at this. And the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of of her luxurious living. Okay? So, And then look at verse 11 and following. Uh, and the merchants of the earth wept and mourned. We read something similar to this in the same chapter a minute ago. For her, look at this, no one buys their cargo anymore. Cargo of gold, silver, jewels, pearls, fine linen, purple cloth, silk, scarlet cloth of, uh, of uh, all kinds of uh, uh, scented Wood, all kinds of articles of ivory, all kinds of articles of costly wood, bronze, iron, marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, uh, and sheep, horses, chariots, and uh, slaves. uh, That is human souls. In other words, it is the center of commerce for everything. Uh, She, that city, that nation will be responsible for the world's economy. Someone has said, if America sneezes, the world catches a cold. It's that economically influential. And if, uh, if Ameri- what, what would happen if America's economy collapsed? And it could, by the way. What would happen to the world if America's economy collapsed? It's almost certain that the rest of the economies of the globe would collapse. Because remember the dollar is the global standard, monetary standard. Now there are nations like China and Russia that don't want that and don't like that, tried to have tried to change that. That's all gonna change, that's another matter. But if America's economy collapsed, most likely the entire global economy will collapse. Which, hello, I'm glad you asked. What would that enable? Let's say the economy collapsed. Uh, long before. What would that enable? It would enable someone to rise to power to say, here's how we're going to fix this for the globe. We've got to go to a cryptocurrency. We, we've got to go to a currency that is global in scope and no longer dependent on one nation. So, uh, again, but, but it is the center, this place, this mystery Babylon is the center of world commerce. Um, the total amount of imported goods flowing onto our shore is over a trillion dollars. So you can understand why the merchants of the world would weep if America went down or this commerce center uh, went, went down, right? Now, let me add something, a little twist in here to you uh, about Mystery Babylon. Uh, it is possible and sometimes Revelation's chronology is not sequential. Does, does that make sense? It'll, it'll be talking about something, then it'll go over here because it, it's almost like, and here's what you need to understand about that. And then it'll come back to a, a more chronological. It is possible that this stuff happens, and I'll talk about this in the weeks to come, in that war in Ezekiel 38 and 39. In other words that this is kind of an offshoot of what's going on in Ezekiel 38 and 39 you have to go back and listen to that we're not going to talk about that again but so America this destruction mystery Babylon is there some who say I'm not sure but this stuff the destruction of this commerce could happen uh, somehow connected to Ezekiel that great war that's going to involve uh, at least the nations not Armageddon But um, I personally tend to think this is later on, but that's just purely an opinion. Okay. Y'all got time for one more? Let's do one more. Clue number seven. Clue number seven. uh, Back to verse uh, three. Uh, I'm going to give you the rest of this. For uh, all nations have drunk of the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality. Mystery Babylon, this is clue number seven, is a sexually immoral nation. Hello? It's a sexually immoral nation. America has increasingly grown sexually immoral. Hello? I mean... And it's picking up pace. It's getting faster and faster, isn't it? Um, I don't think there's a person in this room tonight and perhaps watching us on live stream um, that would, would not agree with what I'm about to say. Some of the commercials that you see today border on pornography and would have never been shown just 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. And, uh, and yet today, it's just like, well, this is sort of kind of the norm kind of thing. And, and some of them border on uh, really kind of a soft pornography almost. Um, but a nation that suddenly... Could, well, when a nation loses its respect for life, when it loses its respect for the institution of marriage... When it loses respect for uh, gender identity, guess what the natural consequences are? Perversion and immorality. And we've seen all of these uh, sorts of things uh, increase exponentially. America is no longer ashamed of sexual immorality. Um, it advances it now, it finds excuses for it, it rationalizes it, it advocates it, and uh, it, even calls, um, it even calls a lot of perverse sexual activity normal. You know what the Bible says about that? Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. Uh, now, uh, we hold to b- biblical principles by the way, they apply to adultery just like they do to homosexuality. Uh, I was asked a few years ago, said, "Why are you guys? You seem like y'all are so against homosexuality. Why aren't you against adultery?" And I said, "Well, let me give you a couple answers." I said, "Number one, we we're not for adultery." And I said, "Number two, you don't know what we've done when we've had to deal with adultery, and I've had to deal with it. In fact, and I don't announce what I how I deal with it unless there's some need to take." full church action. I have dealt with it many times over the year. I hate to, but you got to, and I have. All right. But I said, you don't know how we've done, uh, dealt with it. And I said, secondly, you don't know how I've dealt with those who are homosexual. I've had many come to me and say, I want out. And I said, we're always loving and gracious and kind. But I said, that never gets reported. It's just this idea that we're, again, homosexuality and adultery are sins like every other sin. And all sin is an offense to God, okay? It's just all sin is an offense to God. But he says, it just seems like y'all are more uh, vocal about homosexuality. I said, well, I I said, it might seem that way, but I said, let me tell you why. I said, the difference is an adulterer is not trying to come out of the closet. They're trying to get in the closet. And I said, homosexuals, are trying to flaunt their sin and adulterers trying to hide theirs. I'd said, so a public flaunting oftentimes demands a public response. But I will tell you the day is coming, there is an agenda out there that is moving to try to say, not only uh, must you agree with it, you must affirm it publicly. Now y'all may think I'm crazy about that, but you mark it down and say that crazy pastor we had some years ago said that this day was coming, and here's what they will do. Here's what the cultural agenda will do. It will eventually say if you do not affirm these things, like that, this is what we're going to do is you're defying government orders, and we're going to remove your tax exempt status you can't receive government exemption as a church because you're not complying with government mandates by the way um, i hope that's a long time off but it'll be interesting to see how faithful our givers are when they don't get tax credit for it i think god's people will be god's people and they'll depend i'm gonna give to god and god's gonna take care uh, but there will be many who'll say, "Well, I mean, really I've given like I have because I knew at least I needed a tax uh, credit." I thank God for those people too, <laughs> by the way. But mystery Babylon is a nation of, of advancing sexual immorality, um, and so you can expect uh, you can expect more of that in this name, which is why I believe it is a clue to who America might really be in the end. Does that make sense? Because of what we're watching and how we're seeing this um, this all um, kind of play out. Okay, all right. That's clue number seven. Let me mark my place because I still got several more clues for you that we're going to look at. Do you have any questions about anything we've talked about tonight? It's time for us to break. Any questions at all? Did that make sense? I, I've got so much stuff that I, I, I just hope I'm not confusing you with it all. But does that, that make some sense to you about the clues why America and or New York might just be uh, Mystery of Babylon? Might just be. So my people die from lack of knowledge, the Scripture says. So Let's not, let that not be us, all right? Anybody here and you're not sure if you died, you'd go to heaven? Listen, you that, that's something you need to take. Don't mess with that. Anybody say, I need Christ as my Savior. I'm not sure I'm saved. Anybody here tonight say, I know I'm saved, but I need church home. I want to join Rich Christian. And by the way, those of you who are watching us by live stream, you can do what... I mean, scores and scores and scores and scores of people have done over the last several months. You can become a member of Ridgecrest if you know Christ. You can text this word, text PASTOR, P-A-S-T-O-R, to 334-384-8080. I don't know if that's on your screen or not, but 334-384-8080. And just uh, uh, text the word JOIN, and uh, we'll take it from there. I said PASTOR. Text the word JOIN and we'll know what that means and we'll we'll take care of it from there all right um okay so glad you've been here tonight if you as you leave the building if you have an extra dollar or two those uh, offering baskets in the back drop it there or i guess in the buckets i think the uh are the buckets out there chuck don't use the baskets use the buckets you got an extra dollar or two and all of that again goes to help people uh in in need so uh, hope you'll, uh, if you got a little extra, you'll drop it in. Hope you have a great rest of the week. This Sunday, I'm going to. Uh, this first three messages have been very specific about the first two have been a setup on um, these myths, the battle for your mind, and that sort of thing. This Sunday, I'm going to be talking about God's uh, incredible book, the Bible. Because the next part, in the this is specific, we've got to start there. And then the one that I'll follow after that is also uh, very specific. We're going to talk about the Bible. Because if you don't believe the Bible, then anything goes. Okay? All right? God bless you. You're dismissed.